Welcome to this Dealer's Edge online training session featuring Joni Stuker with a workshop on prospecting. How to generate one-third of your monthly sold vehicles from this category. Joni Stuker is the founder and president of Owner Connect, a team of trainers that advises car dealers and other industries on ways to improve customer communication, especially in the area of handling incoming and outbound calls. Recently, Joni's company was selected by General Motors as a BDC turnkey vendor for General Motors dealerships. I'm Mike Bowers with Dealer's Edge. All set. Hang up this webinar, guys, and commit to learning step one, two, three, four. Learn to be able to obtain those work numbers. Be comfortable with incidental contact. All right. I am always here for you to help. Um, I take text all the time, and again, we're happy to get this skill set out. So before we wrap, what are questions or concerns on how to get started? Okay. Uh, thank you, Joni. Uh, we did have a, a comment from the audience. Um, uh, Jeff said he, he prefers when he calls a customer or prospect, uh, instead of saying, did I catch you at a bad time, uh, he likes to say, is this a good time to talk? Uh, he's just—he feels more positive when he says that, and it's—it's it's, in his experience has been a more effective. Uh, Do you know what's really funny? I mean, I gotta tell you because I hear that all, a lot through the years. Um, you're going to get more people to say it's not a bad time than it's a good time. So statistically speaking, if you're looking for more people to give you the might to enter into a conversation. In other words, if I said, hey, Bob, did I catch it a good time? More people are going to say, no, I, it's not a good time. I haven't seen it a long time. But if you go the other way and say, hey, did I catch it a bad time? More people, it's not a bad time. So it's really been predicated upon of entering into a conversation. Okay, uh, next question uh, on, on orphan customers. Um, mm -hmm. Where's the best place to find the worst orphan customers? Like a list, the, the contact information in the dealerships. Okay, so so you have to look at your CRM because sometimes what happens in a store is that the minute a salesperson leaves, they take that immediate customer base and then they sprinkle it back out to everybody else and a lot of times to people that will never make any phone calls either, even though they're employed. So if your dealership has already done that, then what you can do, and you can access this um, through, again, CRM, through finance, but take a look at sold customer records, the history of sold customer records, because whoever originally sold that customer um, will be tied in and you'll be able to do a pulse of who's, who's no longer with us. Um, you can go into CRM or you could go in through finance site and print out a manifest of people that have owned their vehicle, or excuse me, purchased their vehicle from us, but the salesperson's no longer there. Do you know, don't forget this too. Orphans are not just sold. You have orphans in service, which is huge. And a lot of times, if that front-end CRM changed and switched over the sold, the service customers are going to be people that, that are probably orphaned owner because they've never even bought from us. And that's a huge record that you can access as well. Okay. Uh, on the question of stalls, uh, <laughs> how do you deal? Uh, we, we, you know, we have a prospect who's contacted us, whether it's by telephone or internet, uh, expressing some interest in what we're offering. Um, and then when we try to get back to them, they don't take phone calls, they don't respond to emails or texts. Uh, is there a way to get around that, or do we just take the, you know, we just get the message that? 
they've lost interest or they're not ready to do anything yet. Uh, is there a way to get past that uh, okay. resistance? Okay, very good. Um, well, I mean, at the end of the day, there's nothing really magical, but let's at least take some of the things we can do. Um, remember, if you've got this active initial lead, and then all of a sudden they go somewhat cold, you have to assume the fact that, that potentially something has changed. So you need to go into things such as, hey, if I'm not, they're not responding to my calls, then I'm going to email them, but my email message will be nothing about them buying a car. Because again, I'm going to assume that for whatever reason, they've taken themselves out of the market or maybe even bought somewhere else. So I would switch my email message to be something that's very non-threatening, which is either one of two things, either A, move them into a service opportunity. So if they're not responding to you about selling or buying anymore, move to service. If they're no longer responding to you about buying a car, then I would go into things such as you buying theirs. It's huge. It takes all the pressure off of that. So again, remember, you, you indicated you wanted to buy something. Now, for some reason, you've put it on the back burner. I'm going to guess that something in that household changed. Or again, I need to take a non-threatening approach to service. All right. Uh, that looks like the end of our questions for today. So that brings us to the end of the program. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that, that Joni did offer uh, to, to provide a referral form that she uses. Uh, Joni, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you and ask for that form? Um, I would always text me. I think it's the best thing uh, in our busy world. So my cell phone, I don't know if it's on here, um, area code 847-612-2128. Guys, in life, never lose your sense of humor and don't lose your self-respect. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. And, and uh, again, we'll be signing off now, and uh, our next workshop will be June 2nd when Rob Campbell will give us some ideas on uh, for sales service advisors uh, and how they can make more effective presentations on the service drive.